Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation. Produced by Victory, a church of his presence, and Light the Fire Ministries coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to The Torch. This is Brian Gibbs coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Welcome. It's torch time. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Okay, it's torch time. Listen, uh, many of you are watching. Many of you are listening. And um, listen, we welcome you in wherever you're at uh, throughout the country, even other nations that have been coming into the broadcast. It is uh, honestly, it's a privilege and it's a blessing to come to you. So thankful that we can. So thankful for the technology and uh, God is good. Listen, let's uh, let's go to the word today. Let's go into prayer. I got to tell you, I'm in a different kind of frame of mind today. Uh, I've come in fired up. You're on the torch today. You are not on chicken noodle soup for the soul podcast. You're on the torch. So uh, let's gain some mileage in the Spirit of God. Let's pray together. Let's move in the anointing. Let's be bold. Let's be courageous. Let's not uh, pacify anything. Um, Let's throw out the passivity. Let's get at it. Amen. Let's get at it. Let's be bold as lions. Let's go today. Amen. Come on. Can I get an amen out there from somebody? I'm listening. Oh, there you are. Yes, yes. That was by faith. Okay. Father, I thank you again for today here as Josiah and I are here in the studio. I thank you, Lord, for this time that we have to engage the body of Christ, our brothers and sisters in the Lord. And I pray that your anointing and the fire of your presence, the fire, the fire, the fire, the burning of your love comes upon the people of God today. Lord, ignite our hearts afresh for you. In Jesus' name, I just speak alignment with the will of God, the purposes of God. I speak alignment over your divine assignment. Those of you that are listening, those of you that are watching, I speak alignment over your divine assignment in the name of Jesus, that you would maximize this time. You would maximize the the dream and the purpose and the will of God over your life in this hour. I speak strength to you, beloved in Jesus' name, <laughs> Woo, fire of the Lord, we love you, Jesus, and we honor you in all things. You are the king, Lord. You are the king. You are the king of the earth. You are the judge of the nations, the judge of the earth, the shepherd of the nations, and we glorify you and magnify you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Come on. All right, so let's um let's go. Come on, let, let's get going today. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Psalm 67. I'm gonna read a couple verses to you before we we uh let's just see how the Holy Spirit navigates us today. Psalm 67. I'm reading out of the Passion Translation, verses two through six. Send us out all over the world so that everyone everywhere will discover your ways and they will know who you are and see your power to save. Let all the nations burst forth with praise. Let everyone love and enjoy you. Verse four, then how the nations will 
uh, I'm sorry, then how glad, I don't want to miss glad, then how glad the nations will be when you are their king, they will sing, they will shout, they will, for you will give true justice to the people. Yes, Lord, you are the shepherd of the nations. I want you to say that out there. Those of you that are watching, those of you that are listening, I want you to decree that. Lord Jesus, you are the shepherd of the nations. Hallelujah. Verse 5, no wonder the people praise you. Let all the people praise you more for the harvest of the earth is here. Glory to God. The harvest of the earth is here. And Father, I just want to say to you, I thank you. I thank you that in this crucible hour that you are warring to save America And you are warring through your beloved warrior bride. Even now, you are warring through your ecclesia, your church that you are building, Jesus. The church, Jesus, you are building, not the fake and phony church that is folding into this corrupt world beast system. I thank you, Lord, for the for the church that you are emerging and arising full of authority and anointing and power and glory and have their heads screwed on in a crazy world. <laughs> Jesus, I thank you. And Lord, I thank you that you're even going forth, still exposing and rooting through the belly of the beast of this corrupt system. And this nation, you are destroying this. You're going to reveal it. You're going to expose it. You're going to judge it. You're going to allow righteous retribution to hit it. And we decree, Lord, you're going to deliver us from evil in Jesus' mighty name. Woo. Amen. All right. I may end up praying through this entire broadcast. Who knows? But I, I feel like we've got, we've got some ground to cover. Now, every one of us understand these are dark days. The Lord understands these are dark days. But here's what we're decreeing. We're decreeing that the light of the face of Jesus, the radiant face of Jesus, is going to shine upon the beloved United States of America. And we thank God because he's releasing, guys, he is releasing angel armies right now to war with us, to war with the ecclesia, for the ecclesia to begin to war with the angel armies even now. Because the Lord is the God and Savior of the United States of America. He's the shepherd of the nation. He's the shepherd and the keeper of the nations. He's the king of the earth. Hallelujah. And the Lord is going to receive his inheritance. What is that? It's the harvest of the end of the age. That's Matthew 13. I'm not opening to those scriptures today, but if you don't know that, you can go there. Matthew 13. It's about the harvest of the end of the age that Jesus prophesied that would come. And we want to declare today the harvest belongs to the Lord. And let me go even further and just say this land America that made covenant with God that it shall be saved in these last days in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Now I want to look at a passage of scripture. It's in the book of Amos, the prophet Amos chapter seven, verses seven and eight. And if you've got your Bibles, I want you to grab it. If you're driving down the road, don't grab your Bible. Keep your eyes on the road and keep listening. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. That that was a felt like a Jack Black moment. (laughs) 
Yes, those of you that are watching, I'm sorry. Yes, I got to get a drink really quick. Hold on a second. When I think Jack Black, I always think Nacho Libre. But I digress. We're not talking about Nacho today, the prophet Nacho. We're talking about the prophet Amos. You're welcome. Okay, and we're back. Amos 7, verses 7 and 8. This is what the Lord showed me. This, these are the words of Amos. This is what the Lord showed me. The Lord was standing by the wall that had been built true to the plumb, with a plumb line in his hand. The Lord asked me, what do you see, Amos? A plumb line, he replied. And then the Lord said, look, I am setting the plumb line. I want you to hear that. The Lord said, I am setting the plumb line among my people, Israel, and I will spare them no longer. Whoo, I'll tell you, this is a very sobering moment when the Lord says this concerning Israel. Now, I want to lift this out of Scripture today to give some context to where we're going. When, when God says that he is setting a plumb line for a people, for a church, for a region, for a city, for a nation, for the earth. When God says, I'm setting a plumb line to the people, what is he saying? He's saying, I am declaring an end to their attempts to justify their own crooked ways or their own cup of iniquity. Let me say that again. God is saying, he's declaring, I'm going to put an end to your attempts to justify your own wickedness. I'm going to put an end to you justifying your crooked ways. I'm going to put an end to you justifying your perversion and forcing it on and gagging it down the throats of everybody, even our own little children. God's saying, I'm going to put an end to it. I'm going to judge this. I'm going to measure the plumb line, and I'm going to tell you right now, God's saying everything's going to line up with my word. Here's what we have to understand. The Lord is setting the standard. And the word of the Lord is the standard. You don't need some fresh prophetic revelation from uh, prophet Bucketmouth telling you, no, we have a more sure word of prophecy that you have to measure everything against. God does not negotiate, okay, with his law or with his standards. Okay, God doesn't negotiate his laws. He doesn't negotiate his word. It's it's a non-negotiable. His word is forever established. Can I get an amen and a witness out there in um, Zoom land or podcast land or watching land? Can I get an amen? Listen, God's word is forever established. You cannot dupe the Holy Spirit. You can't say that you have license to do whatever, and the Word of God declares that it's a sin. I mean, we've seen these memes all over. God's not going to rewrite. He's not going to rewrite the scriptures for a wicked and corrupt generation, ladies and gentlemen. The Word of God stands supreme. It's immovable. It's unshakable. Wow, I'll tell you what, I am feeling fire in this studio today. I need you to stay with me. Stay with me today. You can't dupe the Holy Spirit, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care how many queer priests and, and lesbian priests they put in the churches throughout. You can't dupe the Holy Spirit. He's the spirit of truth. And if you violate the word of God, you're going to end up in a lake of fire. 
God doesn't change with the whims of culture or with the, per, the, the perversions and the seductions of this culture. Numbers chapter 23. Stay with me. We're going somewhere today. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should re- repent. Has he said? Has And will he not do it? In other words, if God said it, he's going to do it. Or has he spoken and will he not make good on it? God is not a man that he should lie. If God said it, God's going to do it. He is truth. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Truth is a person. Truth is the living word and it's the written word. I'm just going to say this very plainly. If you're watching, you can see this. If you're listening, I'm holding up my Bible. You either believe that this is the word of God or you don't. I'm just going to say very plainly. You either believe that this is the inspired word of God by the authority of the Holy Spirit, that he brought inspiration, that he breathed the inspiration to the heart and the souls and the minds of men to write these beloved words or you don't believe it. That's what it comes down to, ladies and gentlemen. You either believe it or you don't. God's moral law is the plumb line against which we determine right or wrong. It's it's just like a carpenter, okay? A carpenter's plumb line, it's not subject to the opinions or, or the frustrations of the worker. And so God's moral standards are not subject to the opinions of man. Let me say that again. God's moral standards are not subject to the opinions of man. So the true watchman understands this. Those those that are in the ecclesia understand this hour. The true wise men of this hour are people who are surrendering themselves, yielding themselves, aligning their lives with the plumb line of the word of God rather than trying to move it rather than trying to move the goal lines to satisfy their own lust and satisfy their own agenda. Can I get an amen? Now, I'm going to segue to a couple things concerning the Word of God and then the framing of America and where we're at right now as a movement of the ecclesia and where we're at as a movement right now as patriots because they are they, it's like they're two parallel tracks that are warring to save America right now. And that's what we've got to understand. These bozos that are in the pulpits that have been utterly silenced for, uh, silent for over two years, that have refused to say anything in their pulpits to speak to the avalanche of our culture and everything. Listen, we need to leave them alone. They shouldn't even have a following. I can't even believe some of them have a congregation at this point. They're not even speaking to anything of relevance in this hour. They're just there trying to uh, protect their influence and the butts in the seats and the money coming in. We need real voices in this hour. All right. I don't want to digress. Here we go. So I want to segue to this thought. Here, here's the thing. Our founding fathers gave us grave warnings, grave warnings about the wolves in our country that would try to devour up the sacred pillars of our Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the, the integrity of, of proper law, right, of proper law uh, for the people, of the people, by the people, right? So many that we're seeing on this, I almost said world stage, but I just want to say at this point, national stage, 
they are dark actors, okay? What do I mean by that? These are people in leadership that have given themselves over to demons. That's right. There, there's no mincing words about this, okay? They've given themselves over to demons. They've given themselves over to principalities. They've given themselves over to powers to cooperate with the arising beast system that is happening in these last days all over the world, okay? Listen, th this is not just some chess game of sinister theater, my friends. This is this is real witchcraft. This is willful deception that is trying to rule over the souls of Americans, of, over every American citizen, because these people who are so hell-bent, who have, who have blended and yielded themselves, turned over their hearts to these principalities and powers, they are obsessed with power and they're obsessed with domination. And listen, before I go on, I, I want you, when you get this message, I want you to take this message. I, I never press on this, but I'm telling you, I feel such fire today. I want you to take this message and I want you to share it at least to 20 friends. And I mean friends that are hungry for truth, okay? Not bozos or what? No, send it to them and encourage them and strengthen them with this. There is so much vomit coming out of Washington, D.C., and I don't want to digress with, with the stupid imposter that's in the White House, what we heard yesterday about him toting, you know, all of his accolades, what he thinks that he's done in the last year. I don't even want to go there. I just want to say this. There is so much vomit and obstinacy that's coming out of, out of Washington, D.C. that is sickening. It, it is, the corruption is utterly vile. And what's, what's they just keep, uh, this battering ram of lies and propaganda, especially with the vaccination, this whole thing with the vaccination, okay, e even the blacking out of media. And, and you could just say, when you think about the blacking out of media, of course, they're not saying one word in, in, uh, about what's happening in California, the epidemic of the homeless. They're, of course, they're not showing that across the country. Okay. So they're blacking that out. That's just one example. But right now in our nation and globally, there's a massive blacking out of media. You think about the protest that's going on uh, right now in Amsterdam. You think about many other cities that these people are pushing back against their nation's governments. Tens of thousands of people, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people in the streets of these different nations that are pushing back. You see in, in Austria, it's happening in France, it's happening in Germany. Their governments right now are telling their people, look, you, you get vaxxed and you let us track you or else you're going to be excluded from daily life. Uh, you're going to you're going to lose all your rights in daily life in your respective nations. You're going to be severely fined. And some of the nations are saying they're going to fine you yearly or you'll be punished or you'll be thrown in jail. They've got the uh, the QR codes right now on the phones. That is part of the uh, the vaccination passports. I asked you again, ladies and gentlemen, where is all of this leading? Where is it going? It is heading to the beast system that is emerging and being unveiled now from behind the curtains. It's starting to come more clear and it's going to be a centerpiece. It's Revelation 13 and we know this. Revelation 13, verse 16 through 19, he causes he, meaning the Antichrist, Revelation 13 is all about the Antichrist, okay? He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark in their hand or on their forehead that no man can buy or sell except 
the one who has the mark of the beast and the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who understands calculate the number of the beast, for his number is the number of man, which is his number 666. Let me just take a drink. For those of you that are listening, let me just take a pause here. And for those of you that are watching, grab your coffee. This beast system, ladies and gentlemen, is rising up. I'll tell you what, uh, do yourself a favor. Go back and watch Tucker Carlson from just two nights ago on Fox News, him talking to the the news broadcaster in Austria, what's happening right now. Everything that I'm talking about concerning the QR codes, the vaccine passports, all the finding, look what's happening and understand, listen, you better be standing at attention. This is what we're fighting against coming into America right now. And you better believe they're trying to make it come here. And all of this has been on the sweet little carrot and the vehicle of COVID-19. Okay, the vehicle of COVID-19 that, that demanded that we all lock down and stay home, mail in our ballots, you know, so that the election could be stolen. Now stay in your, oh, oh my gosh, we could just go down the road. Hello? The last two years, unbelievable avalanche. You understand what I'm talking about, guys. This is leading to the fulfillment of the B system. I, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to hold up my Bible for those of you that are listening. You either believe this is the word of God or you don't. Ladies and gentlemen, with all of my heart, all that I am, all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, Jesus Christ is the living word, and this Bible is the word of God. Every one of these words are going to come to pass. God is not a man that he should lie. I've already quoted it to you out of Numbers. Neither the Son of Man that he should repent. If he said it, will he not make good on it? You, you have to understand every word of God is going to come to pass. And I'm not going to belabor and argue with you if you're, if you're pre-trib, mid-trib, uh, post-trib, pan-trib, whatever. I'm telling you, we are living in the last days and the epic return of Jesus Christ is he's coming. He's coming, ladies and gentlemen. He is the faithful and true witness, okay? Everything that he promised is going to come to pass. The Lord is returning soon, and we must be ready. My God, may the fear of the Lord be in our spirit. May we be alerkin, uh, uh, alert, alerkin, there's a good word, alert and awakened. <laughs> awakened and alert in this hour. In Jesus' name, pray over me, Josiah, to talk. All right. We need to understand this, guys. And thank God for this patriot movement here in America. I mean, beyond the ecclesia, beyond the church, thank God for the true patriots of this nation that are warring to try to stand against this flood of evil to overtaking America right now. We need to be standing up, guys, for our liberty, for our freedom. We obviously, obviously, we need to be preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ with clarity that the Lord is coming just as he promised, but we've got to be warring and fighting to save our country. And if you're, if you're someone out there, if you're just that Christian that just wants to, you know, roll over and hit the spiritual snooze button and not engage in the fight for our country, I don't even know why you're listening to the torch. You need to wake up. Hello. This spirit, listen, this spirit of Jezebel, okay, this spirit of Jezebel, I believe that we are going to, as the ecclesia, 
We are going to win this victory over Jezebel overtaking our country. Now, we, we have seen decimation, obviously, by these spirits. The spirit of Baal, the spirit of Jezebel, I could go on and on and on down the list. And obviously, you know, Jezebel is one of these spirits that is trying to utterly destroy America. I mean, it's, it's clearly seen in Scripture, okay, this spirit, the spirit of, of uh, Jezebel or the worship of Baal, what is that? It, it's an, we've talked about this before. It's, it's an immoral spirit. It's a seductive spirit. It's a manipulating spirit. It's a masquerading spirit. It's a controlling spirit, and it's vicious. It, it will absolutely not stop at anything until it gets its way. And the people that are in leadership right now, we are seeing this. They're driven by demons. They're driven by devils. If Jezebel isn't in full control, it'll do. that spirit will do everything it can to destroy anything that's standing in its way. Now, I'm going to give you a couple things. Stay with me here. In Scripture, this spirit is motivating a woman. Her name is Jezebel. We know this, but we know that Jesus speaks of it in the book of Revelation, okay? So it's not, it wasn't just a woman in the Old Testament. It's a spirit, okay? It's a ruling principality. It's a demon spirit, okay? And that's why Jesus spoke to it concerning the church at, uh, of the end of the age, okay? This spirit was sent out to literally kill the prophets of God, all right, promote the prophets of Baal, okay? It's a demon that loved many things, but especially child sacrifice. This demon hoarded over the amassing of innocent children and destroying them. I'm telling you, this is a real spirit, ladies and gentlemen. It's a vicious devil, in 1 Kings chapter 21, we learn about this story. It's, it's, a, it's a horrible story, but it's a story about a destruction of a man's inheritance or his land. And it happened through the person Jezebel and her wicked husband, King Ahab, okay? The man who owned the uh, field, his name was Naboth, okay? This is 1 Kings 21. And so we see Jezebel's husband, King Ahab, he wanted the vineyard that belonged to Naboth. Naboth, you read the scripture there, Naboth wouldn't sell the vineyard to Ahab. And this is what he stated his reason was. The reason he would not sell, listen, I need you to stay with me. Clue in on these words. I pray that there's prophetic impact right now upon this story. Naboth would not sell his vineyard to Ahab the king of Israel, right? And this is his reason that he stated. This is 1 Kings chapter 21, verse 3. He said, The Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. Who? The Lord forbid me that I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. Jezebel had him murdered. Jezebel didn't like it. She took the land. Then she presented it to Ahab as a gift. Of course, if you know the story. Don't you miss this, ladies and gentlemen. God was furious with this act that Jezebel had done. And so he sends Elijah down to prophesy to Ahab 
and prophesied Jezebel's destruction. Are you listen, listening to me prophetically out here on the torch? There, there is such a striking parallel right now. The spirit of Jezebel has determined to take America and to take the inheritance that our fathers have given to us. I would even say our founding fathers, truly the patriots that gave us the founding of this nation the spirit is trying to take the freedom and the liberty right from underneath of us. And then we've got these bozos in coast to coast in the pulpits of America that they're the biggest bunch of wussies and cowards I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. I got to take a drink. I'm telling you, I'm so fired up. I'm so fired up. Did Brian say wussies? Yes, I said wussies. That's with a W. It wasn't with a P. Relax. It was with a W. The spirit of Jezebel is determined to take America, to take the inheritance that our fathers have given us, our fathers that came here to purely worship God, to consecrate this land unto the, unto the purposes of God, the worshiping of Almighty God to set this nation and give this nation in a covenant over to Almighty God. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why our fathers fled Britain. It was for religious freedom. The spirit of Jezebel has determined to take America away. It'll do anything it can, anything it can to succeed in this. It'll use seduction. It'll use defamation, deception, immorality. You better believe arcing above all of those child sacrifice, murder. That's what abortion is. It is murder. I'm going to keep saying it, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care how many churches won't have me in anymore because I get in the pulpit and say abortion is murder. It's child sacrifice. I don't care about all the churches that won't let me in because I'll, I'll stand up and speak about the LGBTQ. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't have any options anymore. You have to tell the truth and the passivity the weakness of the compliant church in America is staggering in this hour. My God, help us. In the book of Revelation, God rebukes the church of Thyatira. Revelation 2, verse 20. Stay with me. And I know I'm fired up today. I might be mild from some of my past broadcast. But you need to hear this today. Revelation chapter 2, verse 20. Jesus rebuked Thyatira for tolerating the spirit of Jezebel. There's that word, tolerating. Oh, if we could just be tolerant. Yes, if we could just go along to get along, Brother Gibbs. If we could just go along to get along, Brother Gibbs. Oh, tolerate. Tolerate means this. If you, if you study the word tolerate in the Greek, Right out of the scripture, it means to partner with or even to excuse the activities of, or it means leave it alone. That's what it means. Jesus is rebuking the church because he says you're tolerating it. You're tolerating the spirit. You're even going along with its activities. It means Jesus is saying you're just leaving it alone. 
You're burying your head in the sand, acting like it doesn't exist. You're a wuss. You refuse to even talk about it. You won't even call it out for what it is. My God, church. What what if, what if what are we becoming in this hour? Help me, Lord. Jesus help me. So we put our we put our head in the sand and we act like evil doesn't exist. We just leave it alone. Jesus is rebuking the church. He's saying, you just leave it alone. You just tolerate the spirit of Jezebel. You just go along with it. You become, here's a good word for it. You become complicit to it. My God, I'm sounding like Dietrich Bonhoeffer thundering in here. You're just complete. You're just complicit to it. Oh, Jesus, help us. I'll tell you, as I've traveled, to churches across across this country. I, I've had so many pastors tell me, you need to leave politics alone. It makes them nervous. It makes them nervous. Oh, just leave it alone. Just preach the word, Brother Gibbs. My response to them is uh, what they think is a political issue is, is actually a biblical issue that is on God's heart, and God is setting his eyes right upon it. See, God hates abominations. Can I just say that again? God hates abominations, okay? Oh, but Brian, don't, don't, don't mention abortion in the pulpit here. Don't mention the LGBTQ. We're going to lose more people. We're going to lose our influence. Good. Lose your influence. A bunch of wussies, a bunch of cowards. I'm going to quote somebody here. I'm going to quote my good friend Dutch Sheets. Man, I love Dutch. Dutch says, concerning the spirit of Jezebel, he says, sadly, for some in this hour, it is worse than that. They would rather allow the Jezebel spirit to operate and rule this nation than for God to use a person with an immoral past like President Trump, but that God raised up and was using it in an incredible way. And I'll just say, and he still is using President Trump in an incredible way. Now, why? Why, why would these leaders rather just allow a Jezebel spirit to run amok than God to raise up somebody with an immoral past? I'll tell you why. It's because they are completely blinded by a religious spirit. Yes, I said it. So, Let's stay on track here. The spirit of Jezebel is ruthless. It means having no pity or compassion on others. That's what Jezebel did. She had to control. She, she was obsessed. I've got to have this field. I've got to have this inheritance. I've got to have this plot of land. And listen, if, you, if you're not wise to it yet, if you're not understanding, the, the devil himself, Lucifer, who was cast out of heaven, who became Satan, Understand this. He is obsessed with taking America. He is obsessed with bringing America down because if he can, he can steamroll the rest of the world. And I want to boldly say today, Jezebel's fate is sealed in the United States of America and that the ecclesia is going to prevail in this hour in Jesus name, that that Jezebel is not going to steal America from us. Our inheritance is not going to be turned over that we would be destroyed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
I'm saying that her, her immorality, her hatred towards God, that spirit of exalting other false gods and slaughtering our children is going to come to an end in America in Jesus' name. And I want to decree and declare today that the spirit of Elijah and the spirit of Elisha and Jehu is in the land to take Jezebel out. Hallelujah. And it's going to be found in a rising ecclesia. It's going to be found in a church that is rising in the power and the anointing and the name and the word of Jesus Christ. It's going to be manifested in an apostolic company, a, a prophetic company. It's going to be determined by intercessors and watchmen and followers of the Lord. And we're going to rid this nation of this spirit. And we're going to see righteousness raised in the land once again. Glory to God. I encourage you, listen, if you're listening out there, I encourage you to read 1 Kings 21 this week. I want to stop and pray a couple things before we end and we wrap up. I want us to stop and pray that God would forgive us, the church, for our passivity and for tolerating that spirit. I want you to pray that today, friend, that God would forgive us, that we would repent of passivity, we would repent of tolerating I want us to stop and pray and decree boldly that this evil spirit that's been released in our government and in this country, that it'll be exposed, judged, and removed. And then I want us to stop and pray today that righteous, righteous, God-fearing leaders would arise and emerge in the spirit of Elijah, the spirit of Elisha, the spirit of Jehu. They will rise up against this spirit. And they'll take a stand and they'll bring victory in Jesus' name. I want to close out with prayer before we go. I want to pray. And then uh, lastly, I want to encourage you, download our Victory FLA app. Again, send this to 20. Send it, send it to 50. Send it to 100 friends. Send it, guys. Encourage people in the Lord. People need encouraged and strengthened in this hour. And make sure you're accessing VictoryFLA.com. We're going to be getting off eventually off of Facebook and moving on. Of course, Trump is releasing his network but uh, our social media platform. But ultimately, guys, go to VictoryFLA.com. All of our Light the Fire ministry partners across the country, make sure you're going there to continue to, to pray, get resources, and to give. And thank you for giving. Let's pray together, Father. Father, right now... Father, we pray that you would forgive your church. You would forgive us, Lord. And I just want to say even the American church and, and, and the global church, but specifically, Lord, the majority of our listening or watching audience, God, that you would forgive the church for tolerating the spirit of Jezebel. Lord, our, our passivity, our complacency, our, our just leaving the spirit alone, allowing it to be entrenched in this land. Father, I pray that you would forgive us and I pray that you would raise us up in power by the name and by the authority of the blood of Jesus to remove this from our great nation in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray that you would now take us into, I thank you, it's already beginning. You are taking us into the greatest awakening and revival that we have ever seen on planet Earth. And you are bringing us into the harvest of the end of the age, the harvest. The nations are yours. 
You are the shepherd of the nations. And Father, I pray that you would awaken us from slumber. I pray that you would awaken, Lord, us from denial, awaken us from compromise, that we would repent, that we would turn, and we would burn in your spirit. Lord, give us hearts that will rise up, rise up, huh, and be used in the power of the spirit. In the name of Jesus. Lastly, I just want to pray, Father, and I want to decree, Lord, we just affirm our faith and we affirm your plan for America today. We affirm your plan, your will for America, that you will deliver us from evil in this hour and you will restore the prodigal nation fully to its destiny that you created this, this land for, Lord. That America will accomplish everything Oh, Jesus, America will accomplish everything you have determined for us in this coming revival and for the great harvest in Jesus name. We decree it, Lord. Amen. And amen. Listen, it's been a privilege to be with you. Thanks for tuning in. Share this. Friends, share it. Get the word out. Tell people to go to our website. You can subscribe. It's right on our homepage, right, Josiah? Right on the front of our homepage, you can go to victoryfla.com. Scroll down a little bit, hit subscribe, dump your email address in there. We do not spam people. No, we give quality resources so you won't be inundated and overloaded with a bunch of stuff. And um, I pray that today has been a really big blessing to you. It's been a blessing to me just being able to come in here. So thankful. It's a great year. We serve a great God. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. <laughs> Woo! His name is Jesus, and he is glorious. He is glorious, and he is coming. Maranatha. Come, Lord Jesus. Listen, guys, I love you. My wife and I, we love you. Brennan, I bless you. Thank you for praying for us, for our family, for Victory, a church of his presence right here in Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for praying for our ministry, Light the Fire Ministries. Thank you for giving. Thank you for giving to our Miracle Building Fund. We're going to apprehend a miracle campus this year in Sarasota. It's going to happen, and we're going to give God all the glory for it. And I want to thank all of you that have given a dollar or whatever you've given, 10000 50000 and that's happened. We thank you. If you've given a dollar or whatever, thank you so much. Listen, one last thing. One last thing, the future does not belong to the God-haters or to the God-mockers. The future belongs to the righteous, and the righteous are bold as lions. That's right. I'll see you next week. Keep the fire burning.